if you're so laser focused on this goal, you can't, you have essentially your blinders on to anything else, then when something else pops up, you're not going to to know that there there is something better because you've, you've shut that out as even a possibility. Welcome to episode four of the Potentially Successful Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff James, and this is my co-host, Baxter Rob. That smile, dude. You know, it's funny. Hey, I, was, I was thinking about it the whole time. Yeah, it was making me smile you know, bigger. Hey. And I was also realizing we do the same thing every time. I look at the camera until you do it, and yeah. I look and we meet. <laughs> hey, we're glad you're here. I'm glad you got to witness that. We're on a journey of financial freedom, and we want you to come along. We want you to learn from our mistakes and be right there when we succeed, because you'll, you'll succeed too. Is that, is that the intro? Do you like that? Hey, last week, we talked about actionable steps. We talked about taking your big, ambiguous why and turning that into actionable steps to help reach your goals. Sweet. Yeah. And this week, um, we, we want to talk about making adjustments. And Jeff, I listened to this podcast this past week, uh, Bigger Pockets uh, Show 403. And th- there was a phrase that really stuck out to me th- that they talked about in this. And I literally rewinded to listen to it a few times, wrote it down word for word. It says, when we try to control the future, we're shutting down possibility. And so I, I really think that pertains to what we want to talk about this week in terms of making adjustments. Okay. Because see, making adjustments is just that it's you're opening up possibility. It's not, you're saying, no, the goal that I set before was bad or I'm leaving the goal behind, but it's saying, you know, there might be more possibility out there. It might be something that you're going to improve on, or maybe the direction that you're heading is not going to get you to the destination that you want. And so when you try to control too much of every step of the way, you prevent that possibility of change, which in most cases, that change, especially when related to goals, can be really good. I see. So what do you think about that? So, so what we're talking about here is when we look down uh, down the road and we say, hey, that's the goal, that's the direction I want to go in, basically you're saying... Uh, if we say, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, that's the that's the end goal. I'm controlling the future and anything that comes along, any opportunity that comes up along the way to my goal, I'm shutting out because I'm fo- so, you know, dead focused on that goal. Right. So basically you're saying I'm shutting myself out to possibilities and to improvements and to slight adjustments that actually might make my me reaching my goal a more efficient process or a more meaningful process because I'm so just just so focused on that specific goal, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, and I think there's I think there's really two types of adjustments when we're when we're talking about goal setting. The first would be adjusting the goal itself, so the destination that you want to end up, the place that you want to be, or the thing that you want to change. You can you can make an adjustment there. Um, you know, or the second would be adjusting the method in which you're pursuing that goal. So that would be kind of the what or the how of that goal. You're, you're saying, hey, th- again, the direction I'm heading isn't going to get me to the destination that I want. And so I need to make a, a, a tweak. I want to keep the goal the same, but I need to do something different. You know, maybe I need to do something more or I need to stop doing this thing because it's distracting me from from my goal. So I would say those are kind of the, the two biggest pieces. Um, to break that down a little bit further, um, a, a good way to adjust the goal would be to ask What's really possible? Yeah. What what is what should I be doing? Um, what is the the correct goal? We talked about 
last week about making smart goals and, and breaking that down. Well, after you kind of get in that, maybe that weekly routine, maybe you realize in your goal that what you've set isn't possible for you. Um, and then the other way to maybe think of it is maybe you need to go bigger. And so instead of it saying, Hey, I set something that's too far out there. The other one would be, and they asked this on the podcast as well, what is impossible, but you want to do it anyway. Mm. And so how do you stretch yourself to think I can do more than I want, um, or more than I originally thought I could do. There's a fine line there Uh, for someone like me. That question is inspirational, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's motivating because it's, um, it's okay. Ooh, like if I could really achieve that much, that'd be awesome. And then another thing I've learned over time is if you shoot, you know, just further than you think you can actually go, you'll probably hit your original goal. That was a little bit lower, but if you shoot for your goal and you know, if it's audacious to begin with, you probably you probably won't hit it right so you always want to overshoot a little bit to make sure you're you're landing in the general area of that goal uh, the fine line i was mentioning was you know if you if you uh, set that goal like a little bit too far out then instead of motivation i for someone like me i could get scared or get kind of kind of paralyzed in the sense that ooh i can't make a move forward because this is you know so much is on the line or um, yeah there's so much at stake or or this is just too big. I, I don't even, you know, I'm not an expert in this field. I don't know how to how to do it. Uh, so so how would you how would you um, kind of console me through that? Like how how would you uh, help me figure out that that fine line? Yeah, I would say that m- maybe the better question to ask is not what's impossible, but what seems impossible. Seems impossible. Yeah, and so okay. I, I think the distinction there would be it's your perception, right? Like in your current understanding of your goal or what you're shooting for, you, you think that it seems that it is impossible. You don't have the understanding or the knowledge or the resources to get that done. Yeah. Or maybe you're like, I just can't see it in that time frame. And so I think that idea of what seems impossible would be, okay, is this something that I'm in? Like you just said, something that I'm fearful of just because it seems really hard or is it something that, no, I realistically, I don't think it's that I can get it done in that time frame, And I think emotions play a big factor into what we're doing on a regular basis. And so I think that's an important distinction yeah. is just because something feels difficult doesn't mean it's not something worth pursuing. And even, even kind of what you said about shoot big and then what you'll, you might land somewhere where you actually want to be. It's like another way to think of that might be actually shoot really big and you, you might surprise yourself and get there, or you might get there faster than you originally thought, which, and I think that's all about the approach and, and breaking it down. How good are, how good are your systems and the way that you're tracking that information and how broken down does it seem? And I, I would say to kind of recap all of that back to your original, um, question of how, how do you kind of work through that? And I think it's what we talked about last week of you break it down Anything, anything that is, you know, even a year out can seem really big and daunting, but when you break it down into actionable steps and say, okay, what, what can I do this week to work towards that goal? You can gain a sense of accomplishment and build momentum towards that rather than focusing on the big goal itself and then getting lost kind of on that idea and that piece. Does it yeah. make sense? Oh, for sure. And I think, uh, something you said, um, kind of trigger a thought in my head. It's as, you know, w- when you're trying to figure out, you know, wh- what are the boundaries of these goals I can set? 
you know, unless you're trying to get us to Mars, someone probably has achieved what your what your goal already is, right? So a, a lot of what getting comfortable with setting an audacious goal looks like is just reading a lot of books, re- listen to a lot of podcasts, watch a lot of YouTube videos about people who are doing what you want to do, and then then make that more of a reality by trying to get a friend group together or a group of people together that are you know going in the same direction mm-hmm. because the more people you have around you or the more more quality of of people you have around you um approaching or uh striving for the same goals you'll probably push each other each other further than uh you were originally yeah. intended right and that's kind of how you get comfortable in the framework of of bigger goals right and 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 hopefully surprising yourself with how much you can achieve. Yeah. So yeah, I like that a lot. No, that's good. Um, yeah. So I think that's kind of adjusting the goal. You're making, uh, an adjustment to the, the destination you want to end up. Um, I mentioned adjusting the method is kind of the other piece. And so that wouldn't be adjusting the destination, the destination per se, but it would be adjusting the route in which you're taking how to get there. And so, um, Yeah, I would say like that's where that phrase really stuck out to me is when we try to control the future, we are shutting down that possibility. And so last week I mentioned one of my goals for this year is to buy a um, a one to four unit um, home for my real estate um, portfolio. And so if I took that and maybe I was really granular and said, okay, actually all I want is a, a single family home. And if I was so focused on that, then I would be... I would be shutting myself down to the potential of other possibilities around. So like maybe there's a duplex or a quadplex down the street that could get me what I want and what I need for that goal. And so again, that, that would be the goal piece being adjusted. The method in which I'm doing it last week, I broke down, I'm trying to do five deals, analyze five deals a week. And maybe along the way I realize, okay, I need to be doing more. I can't just be analyzing five deals a week. I actually need to be making an offer on a home once a month because a lot of the offers I'm going to make in this hotter real estate market are going to be rejected. And so maybe just analyzing isn't enough um, to get me to to kind of where I want to be. Yeah, so yeah, no. So I, I see the two types of adjustments that you're laying out for us. It's the adjusting the goal, adjusting the destination, or adjusting how you're getting there, right? And so what comes to mind is is kind of a, a ship, uh, you know, leaving port from, from one port, trying to head towards another direction, or, or sorry, to, to, to its destination. And you don't, uh, I, you know, I've, I've never... Uh, sailed before, yeah. <laughs> but I would assume you don't just turn the ship in the direction exactly to the destination and then just go plow through sure. uh, sea and land trying to get there, right? Yeah. There's there's going to be obstacles in your way. There's going to be things that come up that are known and unknown, and you're going to have to adjust, right? And every time you adjust, it's so that you can realign yourself after whatever's just happened back to hitting your goal. Yeah. And so the idea there is is if you think you can set your goal or set your destination and then kind of put it on autopilot or not adjust as things come up, uh, and that and if you think you'll still hit your destination, you are most likely going to find yourself way off, yeah. right? And so it's only with constant adjustment to realign your trajectory, to realign sure. where you're going, that you'll actually hit your destination. So based on the two methods that you talked about, um, adjusting your destination or adjusting the steps you take in the ship analogy, it would be like the 
in order to hit the you know the initial destination, the captain of the ship constantly adjusting. You know, a big a big storm threw them off kilter. You know, you know this far, it's like oh, I need to readjust to get back on track to go to that destination. But adjusting the the destination, which was your first um, your first thing that you talked about. That's saying, okay, I'm halfway through this journey. Yeah. I've decided that it's not worth getting there or it's nearly impossible to get mm-hmm. there. So what what can I decide to, or where can I decide to land next, right? Yeah. That's, that's saying I'm going to port here instead of there, right? And that's totally fine because it's your life and you've decided to take a different direction halfway through. You're not a failure because you didn't uh, get to the initial place. There's no point, like, like you said at the beginning, there's no point in trying to control the future mm-hmm. By just setting such a um, such a solid goal at the beginning and and never being willing to to adjust, yeah, right. No, I think that's good, and I think I think in in adjustments, the the big piece I see for myself at least is we mentioned this last time is we borrow a lot from other people, like copy others' ideas, and you mentioned that before. Like that's often one of kind of the best ways to learn and to surround yourself with people who are either doing the same type of thing or even better might be ahead of you mm-hmm. in, in that path and can kind of learn from them. The adjustments I think are making like what is life throwing at you and what do you need to do to adjust your goal or the way that you're pursuing that goal. I think that's the question you have to ask yourself because what, what might be good for you maybe not good for me, you know? And, um, I think it's easy to be caught up in what's going on kind of around you and what you're, you know, even like socially conditioned response to those pieces of, um, goal setting or like a negative thing that comes into your life, um, or even a positive opportunity. If you're not willing to adjust, you're going to either miss your destination or miss out on something that's even better than where you're headed before. Yeah. I mean that, that, that really speaks to something that really bothers me. Right. If you, uh, I've seen a lot of times where myself, my friends, or just people out there in the world, that that I've you know heard some some sort of response from um, when they miss a goal, uh, they don't take time to kind of review their life and see what they've actually achieved, and they actually could have achieved something better. Maybe it's in a slightly different lane, but that goal because they were so laser focused on that goal, achieving this other thing is almost meaningless because they're their opt um their like uh their view on life mm-hmm. right their perspective is off it's it's literally only tinted by that sure. the outcome of that one goal right so really the better way to handle that in my opinion is goals uh when you're setting them should be you know i set my goal uh achieving it looks like this or better mm-hmm. right and that or better could be you know straight up in the same lane as the goal and it could be above or it could be a parallel lane or it could be totally different, but at the end of the day, if you're constantly adjusting, you're knowing where you're going and you're making intentional decisions as you go instead of being, again, so laser focused on something, trying to control the future. You, you've you've then adopted or instead adopted a mindset of, hey, my goal needs to be this or better. I'm open to new opportunities. I'm open to yeah. new possibilities, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, I think of that for myself, right? It's easy for me to think about conceptually of like, I mentioned last week again about my real estate goal of the property that I'm looking for being like $500 a month of cash flow uh, and like a 10% return or better. Um, but it's like, if that was where I 
want to be, of course, I'm going to say yes to a property that is double that, right? But it's less about the, the, the idea of, yeah, of course, everybody, I think would say, yeah, I want something better than what I have now. But you open up the door for those opportunities by shifting that mindset in the way that you approach these goals and the way that you handle maybe circumstances and things that are being thrown at you in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really key is if you're so focused on, like you said, laser focused on this goal, you can't, you have essentially your blinders on to anything else. Then when something else pops up, you're not going to, to know that there, there is something better because you've, you've shut that out as even a possibility. For sure. For sure. Like, um, even right now, right. The global pandemic going on without a doubt has hurt and, uh, hurt many people and, and really put a lot of people in, in really terrible spots. So I'm not trying to, uh, minimize that in any way, um, and truly, you know, feel for people who have, who have been affected by the global pandemic. Um, but about the global pandemic, you know, it's, it's something that depending on how you look at life, depending on how you look at what kind of, uh, life throws at you really will uh, or really will um, or would have already defined kind of what your life outcomes can look like. Mm-hmm. Right. And so uh, basically the the circumstance that life has given someone, um, it's really the meaning that you attach to that circumstance that will dictate your outcomes. Mm-hmm. Right. And, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So the meaning you attach to your circumstance it will dictate your outcomes. And what I mean by that is um, basically if you, if you say, okay, this is a new challenge. This is something new. Basically the whole world has been turned upside down and no one knows, mm. no one has seen this in their lifetime, yeah. right? Or, you know, or uh, for the majority of the people, maybe our age or sure. whatever, no, no one's ever seen something like this to this scale, right? And so with everything new comes new opportunities, right? And there's ways to look at it and say, okay, what can I do to help people? What can I do to, you know, produce, um, produce something out of this, whether it's creative, whether it's entrepreneurial, whether it's, um, uh, like service oriented, anything like that. Right. It's like saying, Hey, there's some, a new problem to solve and multiple little facets of this problem Mm -hmm. across every sphere in the world. Um, how can I assert myself, insert myself, and produce something good out of it, right? Instead of like, hey, we're on lockdown, I can't do anything, you know, being ruled by fear. I'm not saying don't take precautions and don't, you know, follow the guidelines set up yeah. by by the organizations in those in those um, in those areas. But I am saying, don't look at it as like the end of the world. Don't look at it as something that's going to stifle you until you can until this is all over, right? It's a new. Um, situation that you can attach meaning to. And you can say, okay, out of this, I'm going to create something. Out of this, I'm going to uh, build something. Out of this, I'm going to start a business. Out of this, I'm going to start a podcast. It's like, whatever it is, it's really based on your perspective, the 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 tint on your lenses right um so um yeah that's exactly what that's exactly what i mean by that no i mean i like that a lot like to be honest my goal last year was very similar to what what it is this year is i wanted to buy my first rental property but with the pandemic and everything that was going on that didn't make sense for my wife and i at the time Mm -hmm. and so we had to readjust and say okay what can we do this year and so i dedicated the rest of kind of 2020 to 
more focus in learning and gathering information. So that way, as things felt more attainable for me, the the idea of buying a a new home, an investment home became more attainable to me that I would be prepared for that. And I would, I would have that opportunity down the line. And so, yeah, I think that adjustment piece is key in the way that you perceive situations because life is going to happen and those adjustments are going to have to have to come all the time. So I I guess I have one kind of follow-up question for you is how, how can you start to make an adjustment or start to see that you need to make an adjustment before you've gotten really far down the line? So like to use your boat analogy, right? How do you know that you need to change courses before it, you've you know traveled really far in the wrong direction. Yeah. Do you have any ideas on that? Um, yeah, that's a great great question. I think uh, there are a few things. Right. Um, one is sometimes it's very obvious when you veered off course. Right. If there's if you're on a ship and there is a big storm and you the the, the clouds recede and and morning comes and you see like okay nothing is recognizable. I'm way off course. That happens in life too. It's like okay something's way off. I'm not even anywhere near my goal or even the right track. And so those are kind of obvious, right? You know to adjust. You don't need to be um, hyper-focused or hyper-aware to even notice that, right? Another uh, good trigger is your emotions, right? If you're going through life, through your goals and and those sub-steps to reach your goals, and you see those emotions that come up when when either new opportunities arise or when uh, issues come up, your emotions are a good trigger, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like your mind or your body is telling you like, what is, uh, what are you, what are you mentally more aligned with and what, what is your underlying why and how are you aligned with that? And how does this situation that's presented itself align, yeah. right? Is it, is it something that you need to dive into? Is this something that you need to get away from? And do you need to adjust your goal in that way? Mm-hmm. And third, and most importantly, being able to track and measure what you're doing towards your goals is so important to be able to even have the ability to review, right? You can't review if you don't have anything to look at, right? Um, I think a lot of times um, when I see at the end of the year, you know, on social media or different different channels, different, different uh, you know, social media accounts or whatever, they, they might say, oh, do your 2020 review. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, do I, do I really just sit there and try to think of the whole last year and really quantify and analyze how well I did on my goals without anything. Like just kind of think of that. The reality is I could probably realistically and accurately only quantify and analyze maybe the last month. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like really my 2020 review is my December 2020 review, which is, so what's the alternative? So yeah, that's a great question. I, um, so for me, I love spreadsheets. I think it's, super helpful. Um, I know even just saying the word spreadsheets might turn off many of y'all. Uh, but for me, it was really just the simple concept of building a habit tracker on a spreadsheet, right? So all I did was I, every single row is just a day of the year. So I have 365 rows, really easy to do on a spreadsheet. I'll teach you later. Um, and every column was just the little disciplines that I wanted to track, uh, in my life day to day. Right. So just just so I can kind of keep track, the first column is wake up time. I just wanted to see when I'm waking up so that I can look at it and make a goal for it later. I, I didn't have a specific goal. And then kind of my last column is is sleep time. And then I have a little calculation that tells me how much how much sleep I've been getting, which is nice. Um, 
And this is all just something I, I manually enter daily. But the good thing about the manual enter, I think that also turns people off, is it gets me looking at my spreadsheet multiple times a day. It's just like my little, it's almost like an alternative to social media. Sure. I'm looking at my own life <laughs> yeah. on a spreadsheet and I'm saying, hey, did I do this? Did I do this? Did I do this? And I get to check it off when I when I do it. So it's kind of like, you know, gamification of my own life to some degree. Have you have you seen have you seen that be fruitful this year? Have you seen areas, you know, and especially we're talking about adjustments. Have you been able to make any adjustments on the fly? Oh, so yeah, far? for sure. For sure. I think um, so. One thing I've started to do because I have all 365 days like listed out in rows. Like so on my workout column, I can actually plan my week just by putting uh, for me, it's like a one or a zero, right? Zero means I didn't do it. A one means I did do it. You know, on the I want to do three workouts this yeah. week. So over the next, you know, seven days, I put a one on Wednesday. I'm sorry, one on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? And then throughout the week, when it gets to that day, if I did it, I can leave the one there. Or if I didn't do, I just turn it to a zero. But that also tells me, oh, no, I didn't do it this week. I have four more days to get three workouts done, yeah. right? So just kind of on the fly helps me to plan. Yeah. But with the adjustments, uh, the key for me that I really love is seeing overall trends, mm. right? So I have all this just on the uh, another sheet on the same on the same tracker is like a little chart for each one of these each one of these little columns. It just tells me how much sleep I'm getting and I see a trend line, yeah. right? So right now since I've been tracking my sleep has been going up because I've just been more cognizant that I'm I either go to sleep late or 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 stay in bed too mm. late and it's just a bad habit that yeah. I want to break. So my wife and I, when it hits nine now, we're not super consistent on this, but when we're when it hits nine, we've been more aware of the fact that bedtime is coming yeah. up than ever before. And it's been so helpful because we can just start our nightly routine, start getting friends to leave our house because we sure. usually have friends over. Um, and it, it's just nice because I get to see that trend over time. Another one has been water. I, I, I get headaches all the time from dehydration, but ever since I've been tracking my water, it's literally a game to me every day to drink three of my bottle, my, my water bottles. Yeah. Right. And so cool. I've just been able to adjust over time. The cool thing about that is it's not a, oh, I failed today or, or, or succeeded today. It's just a, this is what happened today. Yeah. And what do I, what do I want to do about it now that I see it on paper? And so last week I can see my overall average for water was really low. It's like, okay, what, what do I need to do? So one adjustment I do is now that we're waking up early before I leave the house, I try to drink a whole bottle of water. So at least I'm starting my day before I go to the office for work. I've, I'm already a third of the way done with my goal. Cool. Right. So my next mental goal is, hey, either at lunch or before lunch, I'm I'm getting my second one in, and then in the in the then I, then at that point, my last bottle of water has to be done literally the next over the next eight hours. So that's pretty easy to do, right? So I've been able to adjust my disciplines by knowing that okay, I'm actually really bad at this goal if I don't have a plan, or I'm really good at this goal just naturally, mm -hmm. right? So you get you get, you get to see that on paper. No, that's cool. I, I like you use the word becoming aware uh, awareness, right? And I think that's the key when it comes to making adjustments is, and the reason that tracking is so important. If you're not aware of your your, you know, I guess direction that you're heading or the the trend that you're setting, then then you don't know 
to make an adjustment or that you need to make an adjustment. And so I think that's why tracking is important. And if any, you know, if you want to track it daily, like you do, that doesn't really gel with my personality or life flow as much. I, I try to do mine on a weekly, monthly basis, identify what do I need to do this week to be meeting my goals. And I have those action steps like we talked about last week. And then on a monthly basis, I'm reviewing, okay, do I need to adjust what I'm doing weekly to make sure that, you know, a few months down the road, I'm on the right trajectory to buy my rental home or stay healthy and work out yeah. and whatever else my goals are. Um, so yeah, that, that awareness is, is really yeah. big. That's good. Just, just so you know, the, uh, the daily tracking for me works because I'm specifically looking after, uh, discipline in my habits. And so it's, it's the small things that I'm purposely trying to track. Um, so for you, for bigger goals, right? Um, it doesn't really make sense sure. to do to track those on a daily yeah. spreadsheet. But what I have seen is, ever since I built my spreadsheet, I'm adding columns all the time. Like mm. if I think it's something like, man, I want to do that every day or close to, close to every day, um, I, I just add a column for it, right? So mm. so if I want to um, study real estate and get my license, yeah. I added a column. And I literally put on there how many lessons on the real estate course have I completed, right? Yeah. And so that actually feeds daily directly into my long-term goal, right? And so it's like the truth is every big goal can be broken down into daily actions yeah. or weekly actions. So it's not that I'm tracking my big goals on my spreadsheet. I'm tracking the tiny sure. little steps I'm taking towards the big goals. So I would probably recommend your big goals being written out, written down on like kind of a word doc type of um, type of document, but then you're tracking on a spreadsheet. Sure. That way, it kind of feeds in and they they work together. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What what can our what can our audience be doing this week to to do that? Yeah. Um, really, exactly that. Writing down specifics. Right. Writing down what your goals are, and then uh, breaking them down into actionable steps and figuring out. Okay, if I am to build a tracker and or a review process. What would that look like? What's help, helpful for me? What's helpful for my personality? What works? And let me tell you this, something is better than nothing. You do not need to have a perfect tracker with with all these formulas and uh, over-engineered like mine. Uh, you just need something. If it's a piece of paper with check boxes, do that. Um, we'll actually re- release some resources in the show notes or the show description. Um, uh, w- one of them will be a Word document style thing that that walks you through our ho- our whole process of setting your why, setting your goals, and and then figuring out your actionable steps and your and your review. And then another will be probably a pared down version of my uh, my spreadsheet tracker, so that you can. Uh, track your your daily habits, your di- your daily disciplines that feed into your goals. Cool. No, I like I like that action step. Um, as as we wrap up our goal setting series, um, want to re- recap all of the the episodes that we've done this far. Episode one, we talked about overview. We we wanted to start with goals because it was so important to the journey of financial freedom and just personal finance in general. If you if you don't know where you want to end up, end up, you don't necessarily know how you're going to get there. And so we wanted to talk about goals and why you should set them. Um, in episode two, we talked about having a why, this motivator behind 
what you do. And so when, when you are lacking willpower or motivation, your why is what keeps you going. It's, it's kind of what gets you out of bed in the morning each day. Last episode, episode three, we talked about how to break down that why or these bigger goals into actionable steps and how to take action on those. What does it look like instead of a yearly or 10 year goal? What does it look like on a monthly weekly basis. And then today talked about how to make adjustments, how to go, go with the flow. Life is going to happen. Circumstances are going to change. And so what do you do to make sure that you are on track for your goals or adjusting your goals according to what you're experiencing? So, yep. That's awesome. Thanks for that recap Bax. Hey, well, that's our show. If you have found any value in anything we've said, we'd love for you to share with a friend. Uh, We'd love for you also to comment your biggest takeaway. Engage with us. Let us know how we're doing, what you want to hear more of. Well, that's episode four of the Potentially Successful Podcast.